Hey guys, welcome to Truth in the Trenches. I'm your host, Rebecca Spooner from Hip Homeschooling, and this is a weekly podcast from my chaos to yours. I'll be sharing homeschool tips, parenting stories, and faith-based encouragement for Christian moms. This podcast will be far from perfect, and that's my goal, to keep it real, to be authentic, and to share tidbits of truth from the trenches of motherhood. Let's talk about language arts. I think that language arts is one of the hardest subjects for homeschoolers. At least the ones that come and talk to me, it is a huge hurdle. I am a writer. I have a blog. I'm a writer. I feel like I'm very confident when I have a pen and paper in my hands. I love, I love, I love to write. I love to read. I can be lost in a book for hours. And so... I had the assumption that when I was homeschooling my children, I would be very equipped to teach them because these were my strengths. They're my natural strengths. However, I learned that that was not the case. In fact, because these were my strengths and natural giftings and abilities for me, I then had even more expectation. I was less patient with my children because it was so easy for me so I couldn't understand how they were not the same. They were not the same as me. I have five children. I have all the different learning styles that I'm dealing with with my kids. They're all different. They all have different strengths and interests and You probably have this exact same thing in your home and the way that we learn and the way that we process and our own strengths and interests are not going to be the same as our kids. So here's what happens. Language arts is such a powerhouse of a subject and whether or not it is your strength and so you're dealing with you know expectations that you're putting on kids or whether it's your weakness and so you're dealing with lack of confidence in yourself we have this huge subject that we are trying to teach our children and we go overboard we do go overboard i would say 90% of homeschoolers are doing way too much with language arts The problem is this, language arts is one of the foundational aspects of learning. Your kids need to be able to read in order to learn about anything. They need to be able to write. These things are foundational. They can't even do a science lesson if they don't know how to read and write. You've experienced this. It's frustrating teaching younger children because you have to read everything for them and write everything for them. So the problem is that our kids are getting a lot of language arts in most of their other subjects. Okay, I want you to think about that for a second. Your kids are reading and writing in every single subject that they do. In every subject. So when we look at language arts curriculums and we say this is important, And we are buying multiple different programs to cover every single facet of language arts on top of the language arts they're doing in every other subject that they do during their day. It is way too much. It is too much. And here's what's happening. Your child 
is having a negative experience with writing, with reading, and therefore, because learning is all based off of the foundation of language arts, of the ability to understand the English language before we can even learn anything, we have to understand our language. Now your kids are associating that with learning. No matter what your homeschool style is, no matter if you are a very traditional homeschooler or classical method or whether you're completely free and you believe in unschooling and or Charlotte Mason method, whatever your homeschool style is, that is probably not what any of us want. Nobody wants their kids to hate learning. I mean, that, that goes against everything that we're trying to teach them. What is the point of teaching our children if they hate learning? So here's what I want to talk to you about. There really are five components to language arts. Think about this for a second. Five components. Your kids need to learn grammar. They need to learn how to read. They need to learn writing. And I'm talking structural writing, writing elements here, okay? They need to learn spelling. Our kids need to learn how to spell. And we want them to learn how to print neatly and legibly so that, you know, the human race can understand them, okay? <laughs> so here's the thing. There's five components to language arts. So we feel stressed and pressured because we think, oh my goodness, this is so much stuff. How can I cover all of these in one curriculum? Because I don't want to do five curriculums. So we go searching. We go out searching to find curriculums that are going to fill this in. And 80% of the time, you are not going to find one curriculum that fits that all. So now you're buying multiple curriculums, okay? You're always going to be doing kind of probably your own reading thing. A lot of people are doing copy work and different things to try to teach their kids, whether it be cursive or manuscript, but neat printing, okay? You're probably doing some sort of a grammar component, we often will do journaling so our kids are learning that creative writing element, which is important, while we're also doing some sort of a writing workbook that's teaching our kids the structural format of writing, writing paragraphs and sentences and structure and elements, story elements, all of that stuff. But don't forget, we also need to be doing spelling. So now you're bringing in spelling lists and all this other stuff on top of all of that. Okay, so I want you to let this sink in because right now I feel overwhelmed just thinking about the amount of curriculum. I feel overwhelmed just thinking about the amount of subjects and topics that I need to teach my kids. If I, if you are feeling overwhelmed by this, how much more so are our children? How much more so are our kids? And let's not forget, on top of all of this, kids, I want you to do journaling. Okay, now you need to do your writing workbook. Okay, now we're going to do our spelling list. Okay, now I want you to go do your reading. Don't forget, I need you to do your grammar workbook. And come on, let's work on your printing. It's really awful. I want you to do some copy work here. Oh, okay, kids, it's time for science. We're done our language arts. So we're going to read this lesson. And I want you to write about what you've learned in the text. Okay, kids. Time for social studies. In social studies today, we're going to be reading about the history of Vikings. And I want you to write some notes because we're going to be putting together a report. <gasps> hey, it's time for math. Okay, for math today, you need to read the instructions so you can understand what you're going to have to do. And now I want you to write. Make sure you're writing neatly so I can understand what your numbers are. Are you getting it? 
Are you seeing it? Are you seeing how overwhelming this is and overkill? Because our kids are getting so much just in normal life. They're getting so much just in their subjects. And when we're adding all these components of language arts, we are shooting ourselves in the foot and we are damaging our child's natural excitement and exuberance towards learning in general. So what do you do about that? How can you change your expectations? And this really is a personal question. I am not giving you a one answer. There is not one answer for all of you. You are all different. Your children are all different. If you have a pen and paper, seriously, I want you to sit down. I want you to list your kids. If you have not taken the learning style quiz, please do that. I will link to that. If you've not taken the homeschool style quiz, please do that. I want you to understand how you approach homeschooling and how your children learn. Okay, I want you to write down your kids' names. I want you to write down how they learn and how you're teaching. And your goal for homeschooling, what is your goal? Is it academically, I want my children to get into Harvard, I want them to have this kind of a GPA, I want them to be able to be a doctor or anything they want to be in the world, so just every single subject I'm going to drill it, this is really important to me. Which I'm not saying is wrong, okay? I am not saying that is wrong. But is that your goal? Or is your goal that your child loves learning so that they can learn about anything they want to, so that they get excited, so that they're remembering it because it means something to them. It's not just information that it means something to me and I'm forcing them to learn. It's something they want to learn. Okay, my whole point in getting you to do this is that this all wraps down to how we teach our children. When you're considering language arts programs, I want you to think about this stuff. When you're considering your socials and your science and your curriculum and your schedule and your routine and everything that goes into homeschooling as an experience, it all comes down to language arts. It really does because language arts, again, is the foundation of everything that you are doing. So having all of that in mind, you really want to make sure that you are balancing your own expectations and what you want out of homeschooling. Because often, you guys, often, those don't match up. Often, my goal in homeschooling gets totally lost in my own type A personality. I like to check off lists. I am a, I'm a huge perfectionist. And I bring that into my kids. And I put that pressure on my kids. And then I'll one day sit down and look at it and I'll think, oh my goodness, I am totally working against myself here because my goal, this, is, this doesn't even line up. This isn't lining up. And this is important. You want to make sure that you're lining up always with your goal for homeschooling and your vision for your children and your homeschool. So back to language arts. A little bit roundabout way of saying this, but... I'm going to link to a program that I want you to at least look at. And the reason is, is that I'm sure you have spent lots of money on language arts programs. I'm not even saying that you need to go and buy this program. I am saying I want you to research this program and this lifestyle because this is really a lifestyle. I want you to look up some hashtags. I want you to look up Brave Writer. I want you to look up Brave Writer Lifestyle, okay? It's a hashtag. I want you to look that up on Instagram. And I want you to see 
what, what you find when you search that brave writer lifestyle. I want you to think for a second that writing, that language arts is less of a subject and more of a lifestyle, of an entire way of teaching, educating, bringing it into our day in a way that our kids are going to love. Because we all want to tell our story. We want to tell our story. My kids, you know, we're sitting down and we're doing a free write the other night. And my youngest, who was way behind and really struggling in pretty much every method of learning at this point, he was in tears because he had so much he wanted to say and he couldn't. And I think that was a really good experience for him because he had to come to a place of choosing that he wants this. I'm not trying to get you to do reading and writing for the sake of me. Do you want to learn this? Do you want to participate with this? Do you want to write part of this story? Do you want to share your thoughts and opinions? Because we want to hear what you have to say. You guys... I got to a point where I was so tired of the whining, of the fussing, of the crying, of my own guilt that I felt every single time I tried to teach my children and I was frustrated and I was impatient and I knew it, I was failing. I was failing. I was failing at something that I was good at and I didn't understand why. And since using this program, Everything has changed. Everything. Because I am so much more confident in teaching my children. Because I am positive when they bring me something that they have written. And I'm excited. And I see their eyes light up. And they just want to repeat that. They just want to do it again. So much of what we try to incorporate into separate little sections, which by the way is not the way our brain processes information, we think of things in the whole term, okay? That's the way that we're learning in, in big, huge chunks at once. So we try to separate it into, okay, journaling and spelling and grammar and copy work and reading and writing. And we're, we're segmenting it. And yet we don't realize that it's, it's, it's a less is more mentality. You need very little quality information downloaded into your kids is going to go way farther than this huge amount that overwhelms them. It's too much. They're crying, they're fussing, and they don't want to do it. What if I said that your kids could do copy work and while they're doing copy work and working on their printing, they're also reading because they're having to read the words and then write them down. They are also paying attention to grammar and punctuation if you're careful in what you're giving them to write and use as copywork material. If you are strategic, you guys, if you are strategic with what you give them for copywork, then they are going to be learning the elements of writing. They are going to be learning grammar. They're going to be learning punctuation. They are definitely going to be learning spelling all through copywork. Am I saying all you do is copywork? No, I'm not. This brave writer lifestyle is, is we do one day of copywork. And then the next day we do a free write together. And then the next day we do poetry tea time and we read poetry together and it is one of our favorite things to do. The next day we add in a little bit more copy work and we work on a writing project. What I'm trying to say is that every single day I'm not doing all of that stuff. 
Every single day, I am giving them a 10 or 15 minute chunk, sometimes 20, sometimes we go way over because they get excited. Yeah, they get excited about writing. But all of that is incorporated because we are being strategic and we are giving them quality, quality stuff here. We are reading poetry with big words that even sometimes I do not understand and we wonder about it and we guess about it and we grow our brains together and it's just incredible. It's incredible. I am not trying to pitch you and sell you on Brave Writer. I can tell you that for myself, with my kids' three different learning styles, it is an amazing program. And I do think that anyone that uses it is going to love it. But my main goal today is to help you think outside of your box of language arts, of school, of curriculum, of what it needs to look like. Because we all need to get out of our box sometimes. We all need to get out of that and look at it and reassess and figure out, is this aligning with my goal? How are my kids feeling about this? Okay, fine. Maybe they're not whining and crying, but have you asked them how they're feeling about school? Are they excited about it? My kids, it's their favorite part. It is their favorite part. When I say free write, it is cheers. When I say poetry tea time, it is, thank you, mom. You're the best mom ever. We love poetry tea time. They love it. They love it. That's what I want for my kids. And that's what you want for your kids. I know it is. So if nothing else, you guys, I want you to research. I want you to look up that hashtag. I want you to ask me questions if you have questions. And come find me on Instagram. I post pictures and stuff all the time and I'll use that hashtag. But the point is here to get inspiration that it does not have to look the way it might be looking in your homeschool, that it does not have to be five different curriculum book workbooks. You know, it does not have to be that way. And if nothing else, maybe you're overdoing it. Maybe you need to scale it back and use what you're using, but scale it back if it's too much. So I want to know your guys' opinions on this. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know how language arts is working for you right now. Homeschooling in general, are you finding this? Are you in this place that I was in six months ago where writing is bringing tears, where your kids are just, why do I have to do this? They're emotional. You're frustrated and impatient. You're wondering, did I make a mistake? Am I equipped to teach my children? I I feel like I, you're, are you losing confidence in yourself and your ability to do this? Is that you? Then I want to hear about it. I really do, you guys. I want to hear about it. I want to, I want to, I can relate to you. I do not have it all together. I can relate to you. This was not that long ago I was in that position and I was homeschooled. I have tried so many different curriculums. I honestly have tried nearly all of the curriculums that are out there. And I, I just was, I lost so much confidence because I thought, what is going on? I'm a gifted writer. I can do this. And yet uh, there's this disconnect and we're all hating this. We are all hating it. Or are you in a position where you have something that works for you and you're loving it? If that's you, then I want to hear about it. I want to know you guys what is working and what isn't working and where you're at in your homeschool. And if you have questions about Brave Writer, this is not just me talking. This is a, a conversation. So if you have something you want to add to this conversation, 
please, please do, because I can guarantee you there's other people like you that have the same feelings or the same opinions. So post your comments, you guys, post your questions, email me, contact me, whatever, and we'll get the conversation going. I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that it gave you a little bit of insight into language arts in general and what it looks like for our family. And I will talk to you guys again very soon. See you later. Thanks for taking time out of your busy, busy, busy day to listen to Truth in the Trenches. I hope you guys found it helpful and I cannot wait to see you next week. Talk to you later.